Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. today. I'm your host Monica Cox and I help you get through the BS of infertility one inspirational clip at a time. Now today on the podcast we have Dr. Joe Dispensa. Now if you have been following me for a while you know one of my mentors through my fertility health journey unknowingly was a guy called Sean Croxton. He has a podcast now called the quote of the day and this is where this portion of the podcast I took the inspiration I actually stole it from him but he gave me permission to do it he gave anyone and everyone permission to take this simple ideal of getting an inspirational quote and relating it to your you know sector your community so another beautiful woman Erin from PG-ish Parenting podcast um she does a quote of the day I listened to that and she found this quote from or yeah this like inspirational talk and it just like once you listen to it you're gonna be like oh yeah I can see how Monica was like oh my god this is pure gold I have to get it on my podcast so thank you so much Erin for finding this clip and sharing it with your audience and I'm super excited to share it with you guys today now this clip is all about how what you do emotionally, physically, diet-wise matters to your unborn child. And once again, it comes back to epigenetics. He talks a little bit more even on a deeper cellular level. He really just gives it to you straight of how important your mental, emotional, and physical well-being is before you conceive during your pregnancy and after you conceive and have your baby. You guys know this is right up my alley and I really hope, especially during these times, that we can all step back. Well, most of us are forced to step back. You know, if you are working with a fertility clinic, they are closed right now. So you are on a, you know, unwanted time out. But you know, for me, it's a good thing. Anytime that you have to improve your chances of getting pregnant also improves your chances to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby. Also, because of these times, I've opened up some new services for you guys. Um, If you have not checked them out, please go over to www.findingfertility.co. Go to the coaching areas. There actually is a TTC and beyond forum board that I've created. And this gives you a really hands-on way to get coaching from myself without having to do really big commitments or actually pay a, a, you know, what you might consider a big price tag as well. So you can sign up month to month and it is unlimited service on there. You can ask as many questions as you want. I'm also going to be doing two live Q and A's over the month. 
to help and support you even more. Just answer those niggly questions. What should I be doing? I have this issue. What's your best advice? You know, getting someone to maybe even just look at your situation with fresh eyes and say, hey, look, this is an issue. I know maybe no one else has pointed it out for you, but that matters. So that's what the forum boards are all about. Obviously, it's not a live forum board. I'm not at beck and call for 24-7 for you guys, but I am very hands-on and respond to everyone on there. If you've been doing the free 10-day challenges, you already have access, free access for a few weeks. So get on there, get the support you need and deserve. You'll also notice on the coaching page that I offer two new services. One is called a kickstart coaching and one is functional testing coaching. Now these services are the core of what I do during my eight week coaching service. This is the big bulk of the work. So you really invest in yourself. You fill in a bunch of forms. Some, you know, every client that I've ever had has tell has told me how exhausting these forms are. And I've actually filled them in myself. And you know, I stress the importance of how important they are because it leads me, it guides me to really get down to the root cause of what's happening in your body and why your fertility is off track. So go over to the website, have a good look in the coaching area and see if there's a service that you can take advantage of right now while you are waiting for your clinics to reopen and feel like you've been put on hold you know, being put on hold might be the best opportunity for you to increase your chances of getting and staying pregnant. So without further ado, let's get to the clip from Dr. Joe Dispenza. We know as a scientific fact now that the sperm and the egg gather information from both donors moments to hours before conception, and that the emotion that both parents are experiencing tend to cast the first genetic die. So if the parents are living in those survival emotions, those emotions of stress that create anger and aggression and hatred and judgment and fear and anxiety and pain and suffering, hopelessness, powerlessness, those altered states of consciousness, I call them, but psychology calls them normal states of consciousness, that if we live in those um, hormones of stress, then that casts the first genetic imprint because the child then has to be prepared for the same environmental conditions that both parents are embracing at that time. You understand? So as they experience their environment and the end product of every experience in the environment is called an emotion, then the emotion tends to imprint into what's called the haploid cells, the sperm and the egg. And that's actually called genomic imprinting. So what is then, you know, conceived in the flesh is born of the flesh. And what is conceived in the spirit is born of the spirit. So ancient traditions like um, the Native Americans in the United States and certain cultures in the Mideast understood this principle. And they separated both donors or both um, parents before matrimony, not because they wanted to increase their lust, but because those two had a real firm intention about what they wanted to contribute to the culture or the community or the tribe. And so they began to look at the emotions that limited them, the emotions that kept them uh, 
lost in a confusion or anger. And they fasted from their emotions. And they separated themselves from the tribe long enough that they began to embrace elevated emotions, the emotions of love and gratitude and loving kindness. And they said, I want to contribute the best to the tribe because I would love to have the chief or the wise woman or the medicine man or somebody to be able to lead the tribe. And so when they consummated their love, they did it with an intention to propagate a species for evolution. How many people understand? Yes? So then, in, that, in the consummation of their love then, it wasn't one and one is two, which is how survival emotions work. It was two is one. And so it was a lot of giving and that kind of embracing of love allowed the child to begin to um, get the first genetic impression uh, as the organism began to develop in utero. And as now the child begins to develop in utero, we now know as a scientific fact that the mother's blood flow is in constant communication with the fetus. And as the mother is experiencing the environmental conditions once again, if she's experiencing the stress hormones then, that the stress hormones begin to shape and mold the physical structure of the baby. So we know as a scientific fact also that the children that are under stressful conditions, whether it's poverty or fear or aggression, that they're born with a smaller head circumference, smaller frontal lobe, larger adrenal glands, weakened immune system. Because once again, the emotions that are created from the mother, the thoughts and behaviors, begin to further imprint the gene because it's preparing the child for the same environmental conditions that the mother is embracing for better chances of survival. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then once maturation is reached in utero, then the next thing, of course, is partition or birth. And there has been tons of research to show that it's either going to be elegant or forced. It's, gonna, it's either going to be uh, produced in an environment that allows the child to transition smoothly, or it's going to be abrupt and cold and insensitive. If you want to connect with Dr. Joe Dispenza, his website is drjoedispenza.com, and you can find the whole clip over on YouTube. It's called Dr. Joe Dispenza on Raising Inspiring Children, and that is a soul session clip. It's not a... There's also a really amazing book over on the resources page on the website. It is called Origins, and it's all about how the nine months has a huge impact on the health of your child. I highly recommend you read this. Um, I read this before I got pregnant, and it really helped me understand the importance about what I was doing. And so when I was understanding of how important this was, I was actually able to stick to my commitments a lot more because when you're doing these diet and lifestyle changes, your goal is actually not tangible, right? Like you can't, you know, hold that baby. You can't necessarily see that baby. It feels so far off. So when you reshift your focus and you start doing these diet and lifestyle changes, you're able to focus on what your child is going to actually benefit and you'll actually start seeing all the benefits in your own physical and mental health as well.
Once again, if you are loving the podcast, please leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. It greatly helps out the podcast and lets it be discovered by other women like you who are ready to take control of their fertility health. That is it for me today. Have a beautiful week and we will see you on Friday for another Finding Fertility podcast.